Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So, yeah, the wildfire situation in Alberta remains uh, tense, really, really tense. We've got all kinds of fires burning, tens of thousands of people out of their homes, shaping up to be one of, if not the worst wildfire season ever. And, I mean, it's mid, mid-May, mid right? So, uh, And we've seen some pretty awful years recently. Think back to 2019, uh, what happened there. 2016, of course, Fort McMurray. 2011, uh, the Slave Lake fires, all of them horribly destructive. Of course, we're not the only jurisdiction to see this. California, no stranger to wildfires, as you no doubt know. They've adopted a pretty high-tech approach there called Alert California. So let's find out a bit about it. We're going to chat with Neil Driscoll. Um, Neil is a professor of geology and geophysics at the University of Calgary in San Diego. Neil, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Uh, not a problem. Um, these are devastating events. They impact many people, and we're trying to use technology, um, LIDAR data, multi-spectral data to map the fuels before the event so we know how to manage and prepare. We can understand how much is in the canopy versus on the uh, forest floor. We can also tell the moisture content of the fuels. During an event, we have over a thousand sensors deployed throughout the state of California to confirm ignition and provide actionable real-time data so our first responders can scale their response, pre-position assets, and as you know, um, it's happening in Canada right now, prepare and evacuate people. Right. And finally, after the fire, we go in and remap the scars, looking where sediment dispersal goes into our riparian environments, into our reservoirs. So here, what we're trying to do is before events, during events, and after events. So we want to prepare, respond, and recover. Okay, a couple of questions about that cameras. You've got hundreds of these cameras, right, positioned all throughout the forest? Yes, on high points, um, all throughout the state. And the first responders, they're pan-tilt-zoom cameras, okay. near-infrared, so they can move the cameras. Let's say a 911 call, and they can move the cameras and confirm ignition. But here's what's really important. Just five years ago, you'd have to send a battalion or a fixed-wing or rotary-wing aircraft to verify ignition. You're burning up valuable time. And so now we can go within minutes and confirm the ignition and scale our response. So we are, we are not just sending one battalion. Like just the other week here, we had a, a fire in Kern County and they sent three battalions because they wanted to get on top of the grasses, which as you know, just burned yeah, very fast. Sure. And so, so it helps them scale their response. So. You know, this technology, I've got firefighters on my team that advise us what data types they need, how they need to see it on data walls, and how they use AI. So there isn't really a, a non-human intervention AI, but here's what we do. We can look at these thousand cameras, and we can look and see if something has changed, what we call an anomaly. It then tells the incident commander, dispatch, you need to look at these six cameras because something has changed in the okay. field of view. And all of a sudden now, we don't get watch stander fatigue. 
the watchstanders prompted of what cameras to look at throughout their watch, and it, it makes it makes their job much much more effective. It, I was wondering how you monitored it. That makes perfect sense. Now, what has the response been from firefighters? Like you say, they're part of the team, so they're helping guide what what it does. But how beneficial have they said it is? Um, every firefighter I talk to in testimonials will tell you this: minutes matter. These cameras allow us to confirm ignition very early in the scenario, and they're part of our toolkit. And um, Cal OES would say they're a critical part of the toolkit. But what's really important is from the ground up, I've involved firefighters with technology, and, and these young women and men guide us. I'm a professor. I build equipment, study earthquakes, okay? Firefighters help me know what data is useful to them and when it's most useful to them. So having these firefighters on my team has, has helped us create a better tool. In terms of replicating a system like you have, how, I mean, how difficult would it be? Is it something that's easily transferable? Yes, it is. Um, I, would, I would send my team up there in a blink of the eye and set up temporary uh, installations. We could do a pilot study. We share, you know, fire, the anxiety and, and grief and loss of life and property, biohabitats, it's, it's, it's horrible. And we, we know what you're going through right now. Is it being used anywhere else? I mean, has anybody else jumped on and said, hey, we like what you guys are doing, let's do it here? Doing it in Colorado, Idaho, Wyoming. So we're, we're blowing out the Western states wow, okay. and getting them coverage and, uh, you know, you're just our partner to the north. Uh, we can jump over and and start a system there. Well, I, I hope you get a call from somebody up here because it makes really good sense. Neil, thank you so much for giving us some insight on how this system works. I really appreciate it. Well, be safe, Canada. We'll try our hardest. Thank you.